0: hello and welcome to rewired mind counseling podcast my name is esther obonde and i am the host of this show thank you for joining us for today's pioneering podcast on overcoming anxiety and depression using coping mechanisms this will be achieved by integrating faith-based and clinical approaches and exploring ways that anxiety can be minimized, managed, or eliminated. I will be explaining my approaches in detail in my subsequent podcasts. Today, I will focus more on introducing myself, my mission, formats, and what my viewers should be expecting. I am a licensed professional counselor, LPC, a licensed chemical dependency counselor in TEN, LCDCI, in the state of Texas, and I am also a board-certified Christian counselor, BCCC, in the USA. I am recognized by the National Board of Certified Counselors, NBCC, and a national certified counsellor, as a national certified counsellor. I have over three years experience in formal counselling, excluding the number of years spent providing informal counselling to children, teens and adolescents in the UK and USA classrooms as an educator. I am currently providing a range of mental health counseling services to the virtual community, including a range per request in in in-person consultations. I also offer services via my newly birthed mental health company, renamed Rewired Mind Counseling. Prior to this, I worked in three different psychiatric hospitals, of facilities in Texas and gained a wealth of valuable experiences, experiences while serving children, adolescents, and the adult populations. I am very passionate about counseling and being a helper. I have a passion for counseling. And I offer therapy to those that need renewal of mind and to offer help in exploring ways to deal with their mental health issues. This is my reason for choosing podcasts as a way of reaching out to a wider audience. My niche is in anxiety and depression as the base from which most mental health issues spring from. Anxiety and depression are very common to mankind and does not know boundaries. It is something that cuts across universally without respect for race, age, gender, creed, and culture. When I look at the problems of anxiety and depression, it is very clear that it is mainly centered around having a faulty mindset that needs redirecting. A closer look at the Christian principles on dealing with anxiety and depression are set out by God shows man's role in dealing with the issues. This is the main reason I came up with the name rewired mind counseling. Rewiring mind one's mind means challenging and changing one's faulty ways of thinking and replacing those faulty ways with positive thinking processes. A negative mind needs to be rewired to properly align with one's emotions and and actions, therefore resulting in total wellness. God requires us to have a sound mind, as opposed to having blurred, unfiltered, troubled, and unstable mind. A sound mind will enable one to have clarity, the ability to understand, have good recollections, and perceptiveness. Having a sound mind makes one strong, focused, resilient, active, functional, and to become a responsible person. Regardless of one's life, one can determine to choose to dwell on good or positive thought processes over negative ones. This example is supported by Philippians 4 8, which says that one should think and process on good on things that are true, things that are decent, noble, right, pure, lovely, and admirable. Therefore, from the foregoing, I have come to the conclusion that God has laid out the best principles on dealing with anxiety and depression. A good example is the commandment to not be anxious about anything, but to pray. Prayer is a coping skill, as well as emotional self-care. I used to be an educator, and while I was working with kids... I also was doing something I regarded as informal counselling, whereby kids come to me and they share ideas, share their thoughts with me and their concerns. And um, most of those concerns were maybe children having problems at home with uh, their peers, you know, being bullied, And they needed counseling or advice. So I realized that the kids flocked around me so much, you know. Like um, I don't know whether they considered me to be um, a big bear. They could cuddle, you know, come and have some, get me to cuddle them because they are hurting well, I realized that they needed it, and I was there for them. And that gave them comfort. That helped them to, you know, readjust their minds. They, you see them going back to classroom with joy, you know, with reassurance that somebody was able to listen to, th- to them. Somebody was able to hear them, you know, hear their cry their concerns. So I was I found myself always willing to help them. And um even when they go beyond, you know, uh being unruly, I also understood where they're coming from, where they were coming from. That things is not personal. I never took it personal when while I was working with kids you know, the insults and everything, first of all, I have that conviction that I was there for for those kids. And that's the reason why I was there. So whatever they did in in terms of disrespect or unruly uh, actions, you know, I didn't uh, bother about all that. But I was so much engrossed in you know, helping a kid, helping a child succeed, you know, uh, be in the classroom, be involved with all they're doing so as to make them, you know, achieve their um, expectations, uh, their goals. So that was my main concern. So I worked well with unruly kids, even while I was in London, in inner city uh, schools, which were difficult schools to work in. Um, I scaled through. I, I I had no problem. They came to understand me. I set my rules and my boundaries, and, you know, they, they respected it. But the most um, fulfilling thing was that I was able to meet their um, extra needs which wasn't met on the school curriculum. So that's why I'm advocating for schools to have... And mental health uh, as a subject, as a, uh, you know, as a subject that can be accommodated within the uh, curriculum, not just as, um, not just going to the counselor's office, but to have it as a subject, that will really help them. Uh, children are really hurting, they're coming from various backgrounds, some um, backgrounds that are affluent, some poor, you know, uh, children who are coming from poor backgrounds, and all this affects learning. So if we really want learning, if the authorities w- really want to produce kids that will turn out to be good, you know, uh, good citizens, they should look into providing mental health care at all, you know, from, right from kindergarten up to high school, it's very important. It can change lives. So those were the reasons why I said to myself, right, I'm going to choose, you know, going to counseling to be able to help um, people. As I said earlier on, counseling is a helping profession. It helps you. It, make it, it empowers you to help, to be passionate about what you're doing, as to be able to help somebody. To have good listening, you have to have uh, good listening ears. Pay attention, you know. Be patient, and I think I'm very, very convinced that I have those qualities. I'm very patient. I'm I'm passionate about what I'm doing because I am in the helping profession. So I need to help someone, you know, walk through their mental health issues, and if they um, if one's mental health is stable, there is that the sky would not even limit a person's uh, progress. Um, that's as much as I as I can explain it. You know, with a good, balanced, functional mental health, anybody can function very well. But when the mind is disturbed, and someone is not functioning. The mood is dis- uh, constantly depressed. Um, it does not give room for you know sanity of the mind, and uh, I think that's why God is saying, you know, to us, you know, watch how you think, what you process. Is it in line with um, right things that are right? Things that are true, things that are noble. What is it you're processing on? What is it that is harassing your mind, making your mind to you know fluctuate, unstable? We need to filter, we need to dwell on those, you know, anything you can do to make sure you have a sound mind. It is possible, it is achievable and that's why counseling is important. When you come to a counseling session, you your counselor will walk you through achieving those um um uh, those strategies, those tools that will help you you know live a balanced life because the the mental state and the body, the mind, you know, will be in harmony. But uh uh, any thought that is negative and dwelling on needs continuously can cause the mind to be imbalanced the person would then be imbalanced the person will act a way that is not acceptable to the society so when one comes to counseling a counselor that is patient that's um you know passionate about what they're doing will you know work well with the in, it's a teamwork. It's not just the counsellor telling what to do. You, you and your counsellor, your therapist, will work together alongside, you know, and they, they, the person, the counselee, would be patient enough as to, you know, cooperate with the counsellor and work out those uh, strategies, tools. They are there. They are the things we, you know, that people do every day. But when you come to counselling, you know, you, are aware, you become aware of the things that needs to be done. You know, a therapist, a psychotherapist is not like a, a psychiatrist or a um, psychologist who would uh, diagnose and give you medication. No, a psychotherapist will guide you through, help you to explore strategies, tools. You know, you acquire them. And you use them, deploy them every day, all the time. Uh, a range of um, um, tools and strategies are out there. So it, the, the problem is getting them and using them frequently and consistently. That's the only way one can you know, renew their mind, their mindset, filter the things that need to be filtered, and um, you know, live a better life. Even if somebody is on medication, say somebody uh, went to a psychiatrist and the doctor prescribes a, med- a set of medication, and um, the person goes on to allow, still not do that, uh, you know, apply coping skills or other strategies to help reduce those anxious thoughts, the medication will be hindered, you know, from Being effective. So counseling, therapy, being in therapy, learning tools and strategies will help someone to, you know, enhance the effectiveness of the medication. So I will really advocate for someone to, first of all, know that you have a problem. Once you realize that you have a problem, then set about going to see a counselor therapists and um work well with it uh with whoever is your choice and um get to your goals your desired goals i i know that it's a problem it's a cultural thing in some areas in, with some people that you know they don't seek therapy and um you know society don't really seek um Lesser people, I would say, the uh, percentage of people that seek uh, therapy are not many. So if people can seek therapy, uh, detect that there is a problem, accept that there is a problem, and then take action by going to see a counselor, that will really help. That is the beginning of success. And working well in harmony with your therapist. That would be very good. So I'm advocating for people to not sit on their problem and think that all is well when all is not. So removing those barriers should be uh, the concern of the entire nation. How can we remove those barriers that come in between people seeking therapy? There are Things that can be done, and I'll be addressing those issues as we go as I, um, we go along. Applying a coping skill and self-care are tools or mechanisms that can help with reducing, or minimizing, or possibly eliminating anxiety level, and to normalize a depressive mood. God is not asking an anxious and depressed person not to act. Rather, he's saying pray. Prayer is a positive action that can help ease pains and many other benefits. Anxiety and depression issues will be discussed during the upcoming podcast sessions. The tools techniques, and strategies for coping with anxiety and depression will be looked at in great details. Some of the podcast sessions will require inviting guests that will bring in and share their expertise, experiences, and testimonies on the issues of anxiety and depression. There will also be occasions when a larger audience will be welcome to participate in the podcast, which will involve sending out Zoom links to the participants. I will be publishing weekly episodes on Mondays, and I am yet to fix the exact time it will be aired. However, you all will be invited to to subscribe to my podcast from your favorite platform so that you can be notified as soon as a new episode becomes available now if you are happy with my background information and mission please subscribe to this podcast by following my website at rewiredmindcounseling.com thank you so much for listening and i will be on your next on my next episode have the blessed day.